This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic on BFM 89.9. this feeling in my heart sayangku who are you sayangku is this how my takeshi film starts sayangku what do i do everyone, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and with me for today's review, Lim Su-Ann from The Bigger Picture. Welcome back, Su-Ann. Hi, Sharmila. Glad to be back. So, we're very excited because um, this is a show that both of us have been wanting to catch live for a while. Um, we're reviewing Sepet the Musical, which we watched over the weekend and there are two more performances coming up on the 4th and 5th of March. It is, of course, by Liver and Lung Productions. And it's a musical stage adaptation of the 2005 Yasmin Ahmad film Sepet. So lots of things really uh, for a Mm -hmm. show that I've heard so much about. Um, I actually have a lot of thoughts. Perhaps we can start with just overall impressions. Um, What did you make of it? So I know you've watched actually a recording of the musical, but Mm -hmm. this is your first live experience. Mm. What did you make of it? I think overall, I did um, enjoy it. It was a very fun um, musical to watch and and also a very nostalgic one because of the time that it was set in and then the the props and the sets that were there. And I think overall, it it was quite interesting to watch. Same. I mean, nostalgia is a, is a big word, right? Mm. Um, for, for something like this. And and I think if you've watched Sepet, the movie, and like me, I haven't revisited the movie in a while. So um, it's it's a nice extension of the film. Um, it's nice to see a different version of these characters. Um, and, and we'll get into this more, but performances-wise, so sweet. You know, such great chemistry between uh, Joshua Goy, who plays Jason, mm-hmm. and Badrika Baluch, who plays Orchid. And, and so I think that helps a lot to get into the space of it and uh, they do a they do a great job with the staging and and that's really one thing that stood out for me that um it it's not a huge multiple set changing kind of musical instead it's a very intimate kind of staging um they do this thing where the audience basically sits around the stage um and the different aspects or the different settings of the story um are all just kind of there on the stage and instead it's the two characters that move around um and so the dynamism of the production was also something i enjoyed very much um worth saying that it is a pared down version of the movie, right? Mm. So um, instead of seeing all of the supporting characters, it really is a two-hander performance. Um, It's just Orchid and Jason. And um, I think there's a lot there in terms of being able to recapture a certain mood. I also wanted to highlight, I think, just the... um, I think the, the this notion of taking a very Malaysian story and 
issues that are also very Malaysian and making it into um, something that we can consume in different ways and something that's not made contemporary because it's definitely still set in 2005. Mm -hmm. But I think bringing back that story into the current conversation, that's something I enjoyed very much. Mm. And I think one reason why, you know, you, you, if you watch it, you might still, you would still enjoy it. It's because a lot of the issues that are raised um, in the movie and thus in the musical are still relevant today, you know. Yes, it's set in 2005, which was like 17 years ago. But that when you think about it, the 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 social commentary that was in the movie still applies today and it's it's that one of those like huh interesting but also kind of sad moments that you know things that people were talking about back then we we are still talking about today without much um change but that said i think that's why the musical is still relatable in a way the thing i enjoyed a lot about the show um is that in place of that um in place of a larger cast and mm-hmm. in place of um, other characters, uh, the show calls itself an immersive experience. And mm-hmm. I think they do try some very innovative, interesting things to make it so, right? From uh, the fact that they tell you to uh, come dressed in um, orchid style fashion or traditional wear. Um, and then the fact that the characters actually interact with the audience members. Um, so in particular scenes, um, people who are sitting by the stage often stand in for characters characters that the that um, Orchid and Jason are speaking to. Mm-hmm. They navigate the, the space of where the audience is sitting, um, make them part of the story. Uh, so I think all of those I actually enjoyed very much. And I think it's quite an innovative way in which to stage a musical. Um, did you like that kind of interactive experience? Um, I like watching those interactive experiences. <laughs> um, I, I feel like just because me personally, I'm not usually a fan of being in the spotlight, which, you know, you would literally be in that situation. But, you know, it made for a really interesting musical to watch or performance to watch. And I think there's something about it just being Orchid and Jason that makes it even more intimate in addition to how it was already staged. And so I feel like if they were to have they were to have a bigger cast, something as intimate as this probably wouldn't have worked because it would have felt a bit too crowded. Oh, that's that's an interesting observation because yes, I think it is a um, the two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are things that you gain and lose by yes. taking this approach. Um, definitely, I think this streamlines the story to the feelings of two young people who mm-hmm. come from very different circumstances. And instead, it, it you know, and because of the songs, and songs can be so, uh, you know, the songs are really very emotional and they depict the the inner emotions of these characters in a way that the movie um, possibly couldn't. Um, so that's a huge strength. But I must say that what that gains then what you lose is uh, perhaps a larger context for their families um, you know you you only hear through their perspective what their families might think or what people might think about them or even their friends and what they go through and instead you rely very much on uh, just their own body language, their own reactions, or even uh, at some points, conversations that they have with people who are voices that are played in from off stage. Mm. I'm not sure that always works because I think sometimes that loses a little bit of, um, especially for the the more social commentary aspects, mm-hmm. like the uh, inter, inter-religious, interracial love story. You lose a little bit of the what other people might think, how other people might react, which I think is an important part of the story. 
Mm. Yeah, so there are two things here for me, right? One is that you needed you needed that context of having already at least seen the movie once to understand some parts of what was happening because it was just the two characters. So sometimes you, well, most of the time you have one character speaking to the audience or speaking to a character who is presumed, uh, who is sort of, you know, of, assumed to be off stage. And so if you don't know beforehand what roughly what is happening in that particular scene it might take you a while to be like oh okay is this is this what is happening you know and um and and that that even even as someone who has watched the movie and i admit i only watched it the day before i went to watch the musical <laughs> even then there were some parts where i'm sort of struggling to remember wait what happened here so that was one um thing for me you required context and then the other thing was that yeah i agree with you you know it, you lose some of that social commentary because i felt like very much those were being told to me or being explained to me by the character versus in the movie, you would sort of infer it from the conversations between the characters and you get to see um, who is making those commentaries, right? Where they are coming where they're coming from to say these things about an interracial, interreligious relationship. You know, you see things like Orchid's dad or Jason's mom or Jason's friend, you know, and it's just this these little contexts and nuances that I feel make it more powerful versus two characters telling us, you know, what has been told to them. Yeah, I think the the the, the strength of the, the show is that these two characters and actors are actually really interesting to watch. Mm. Um, uh, but the flip side of that is that because it's only the two of them, often they narrate everything, mm-hmm. right? And you're already getting songs from them. And then on top of it, you're also, you also have to listen to them talk about themselves and talk about each other and talk about the social context. And for a two-hour-plus production, um, that often does feel like it's stretching that point a little thin. Um, I do, however, want to get into the actors as well as the music mm-hmm. um, in the second half of the discussion. But we are reviewing Sepit, the musical that is currently being shown. The last shows are on the 4th and 5th of March. It's happening at PJ Pack. And if you'd like more information, you can hop on to onetix.com.my. We'll continue our review after this. So keep it here on Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Banish fraudulent maneuvers, BFM 89.9. from you for a while now I think the time has come to tell you I've been keeping away the real me Tell me what it is Don't you trust me I trust you but I'm scared you won't accept me for who I am Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And with me today is Lim Su Ann from the Bigger Picture team. And together we are reviewing Sepet the Musical. Um, the last couple of shows are happening on the 4th and 5th of March at PJ Pack. We sort of went into the general feel of the show and what are some of the things that worked and didn't work. Uh, I wanted to hone in on... I think the strongest aspect of this production, which was the performances, mm. right? Um, so Joshua Gui plays Jason and Badrika Baluch plays Orchid. And I must say, I think the chemistry between the two, the fact that they're both really good singers mm. um, and 
they do just enough for these characters that they don't come across as a copy of the movie. They make them their own. And in a way, they've become quite distinctive. I very much enjoyed watching them in the show. I think there's something about the intimacy of the set and how close you were to the characters that really pulls you in as well to their performance. And I think that really um, speaks a lot about the power of both um, Joshua and Patrika's performances because, you know, you get to see the little movements, their facial expressions. And I think that's something that I've really missed about watching live performances. And th- in, in in this case, you know, that made it really fun to watch because you did feel pulled into it. It, you know, like immersed in how the characters are feeling, the emotions that they're going through when they are talking or singing about um, what they are dealing with each other and with their lives. I wanted to get to, and this is something that I'm conflicted about, I mm-hmm. think. Um, I want to get to the musical part because obviously this is separate, the musical. And if you talk about adapting such a significant film into this form um, the question of course is why and is that music and the, and the musical aspect of it worth doing this for right and I have to admit that I'm left slightly conflicted because on the surface of it there's nothing wrong with the music it's mm. actually very pleasant it's it's a pleasant fun landscape and I think made even better by the fact that it's performed by two people who are very capable, not just in terms of their vocals, but the delivery of the music and the Mm. delivery of the songs. But I must say that given everything I've heard about the show, um, I might have expected that the music would leave more of an impression on me. Instead, it was sort of a, it was nice and fine, but I wanted more. Mm. For me, it was enjoyable, but not necessarily memorable. In the sense that, um, because to me, whenever you go and watch a musical, right, you come out of the performance with a particular tune stuck in your head. You know, most musicals have that one, you know, that one earworm that sticks with you throughout the musical and after as well. And the moment you hear it, you're like, ah, I know which musical that is. And in this case, I find that I can't, pinpoint what that would be and I feel like that's why I am as I am similarly conflicted as you like I did I really did enjoy the performance you know and both um, actors really injected emotion into their performances but it was just wanting that little bit more yeah, I mean, Sayaku is actually a great song and, mm-hmm. and it kind of has a few um, a few different versions that uh, are played again and again throughout the show. And, and that's probably the one I remember the most. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there was a little bit of a lost opportunity to experiment a little bit more and perhaps have um, more distinctive kinds of tunes or songs for distinctive moments because one... I didn't get a very Malaysian sense from the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I also didn't get perhaps a, a, a sense of that era of the of the two the early two thousands, right? Um, or even really a sense of youth and and the the, the place in life that these two people were. Um, so because of that, I, I felt like there were lots of opportunities for um, very distinctive music, very emotive music that wasn't quite there in this. Um, which I think is is perhaps something I would have expected because, you know, we already have a sepit 
But now that we have Sepet the musical, I want the music to be a large part of that. I want to, you know, think of Orchid and think of a particular song. I want to think of a particular scene and, and remember what it sounded like. Instead, I, I have a sort of general sense of having listened to a nice playlist, mm-hmm. but perhaps not something that I would listen to over and over again. Yeah, I think in, in, in certain cases, and this might just be me, you know, I find that some of the songs were a bit, were just a tad bit long and like it dragged out a scene um, just a bit longer than it needed to. And, and I think like sometimes when it's already difficult to um, grasp onto lyrics in musicals, I find sometimes because you're sort of like, okay, do you watch the actors? Do you listen out for like every word of the lyric? Or are you just enjoying yourself? And in some cases, I find that I'm, I'm struggling to like figure out where I want to be in that musical. And, and, and yeah, like some songs stood out more than others. Some felt a bit unnecessary. And yeah, I kind of wish that maybe there was a bit more local flair injected into it, especially for something that was uh, for, for a movie that was so popular and that is still so popular. The length is actually is an issue for me, I felt. Um, it could easily have been shorter and I think it would have felt tighter as well. Again, two hours with just two people with a sort of tonal sameness to the entire show uh, does start feeling a little bit too loose towards the second half, powered through, I think, by the strength of performances and, and just the energy of the whole show. And that actually brings me to something that which 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 was was my main takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the third staging. Um, this is the third run of Sepet the musical, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, and so, I would, I feel like this is a show that has a lot of potential, and obviously it, it's captured the heart of the audience in a particular way. Um, and so, I think that for me, by this point, having heard quite a bit about it, I think I expected it to be more than this, perhaps, you know, I I wanted to see something that left me blown away instead of left me still thinking, oh, this is good and there's potential, but I'd like to see more. And perhaps for a production that's had a few runs and has had time to work out its kinks and improve, um, that more for me is what I still want. And and that's that was maybe a bit of a letdown. Do you think that it would have having an additional one or two characters would have improved the conversations that were happening on stage? I, I I think I go back to that. I think where the other characters would have added something would have been definitely to strengthen the depth of it. Because at the moment, I feel the, the social context, the, uh, the more complicated political aspects of this. And and that's actually an important part Mm -hmm. because not everything needs to have social commentary or politics, but this is a story that is about those things. Mm. I think having a couple of other characters or figuring out a way to um, emphasize those would have given this musical, perhaps that's something more that I feel it still lacks. Yeah, because I... We had in because in the first half of the show, you had these, um, like you said earlier, you know, um, um, dialogue from other characters being projected from the speakers. But in the second half, there wasn't so much of that, if I'm not mistaken, or there was uh, there were none at all. And 
to a certain extent, I thought the monologues and the transitioning between speaking to an off-screen character and speaking to the audience, I, th- I thought in some of the cases, those were done really well. You know, it was quite smooth. And to me, it really pulled me into... Um, it really pulled me in. I'm, I'm immersed in what they're saying. But there are also moments where it doesn't work as well. And we're having the... Um, character not say any or, or having you your own brain to fill in the blanks right sometimes that felt a bit distracting and it pulled me out of the show for a bit so in closing would you recommend this to people I think so. I mean, I feel like um, I would recommend it to people who have watched the movie because I feel like that would at least give you some context as to what's happening. It might, I mean, that's not to say that if you haven't watched Sepet, you can't go and watch it because I feel like it would just require you to be a bit more um, attentive to certain things and sort of just, you just have to work a bit harder to fill in some of the blanks. But I go back to what I said earlier, you know, it is is a really enjoyable um, performance and, you know, and... It was such a pleasure to watch both Joshua and Badrika's chemistry on the stage because that was really fun um, and great to watch. I agree. I think it's worth catching. I think it's also worth catching to keep an eye on what they come up with next. Mm. Thank you, Sue for reviewing this with me. Thank you, Sharmila, for having me. We are reviewing Sepet the Musical. The show is directed by Shafiq Shah Jahan, choreographed by Hannah Shields, music by both Shafiq as well as Badrish, and stars Joshua Gui and Badrika Baluch. They still have shows coming up on the 4th and 5th of March. If you're interested, uh, you can check out onetix.com.my. Let us know, have you caught it? Um, do you like these sorts of musical adaptations of beloved films? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.